to On Figure Skating Podcast with me, Johanna, and... Dia, hello. Hello. So this week, obviously, we watched the team competition in Japan, which was quite interesting in some ways, not in others. Um, but um, yeah, it was really nice to have that kind of a, an audible finish to the season after the serious, strange COVID worlds and everything that we went through watching that and, and missing out on so many things during the season. Um, do you have any impressions overall of the competition there? You, you got quite into it. Yeah, it, it was uh, not so many skaters. Yeah. Uh, it's easy for me to, easier for me to remember. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but I was really nervous, uh, the men's um, pre- it was uh, intense. Yes, <laughs> very. Oh. Yeah, but also the the short. We were we were like on the edge of our seats. Yeah, because, that's true. Because before the competition, I was sort of like, oh, they're showing this because because we bought this whatever uh, streaming service that we needed to have to be able to watch it, and we were like, oh, they're actually showing this, and I was sort of like checked out of this season. I hadn't really thought of this as a serious competition afterwards, and I was just sort of looking forward to the next preferably or hopefully post-covid normal season but then since we noticed that okay we can watch this and i, I just sort of thought well we'll watch it but we're not going to get into it but we really did in a way i like, think this was so much better than the world <laughs> so it, it was audience yeah yeah there was an energy around it yeah it felt like a real competition i thought i think the um filming was worse than the world's but uh, I got the feeling that certain players would uh, benef benefit from this kind of filming hmm. mostly the Japanese skaters how so well I guess uh, the producers yeah uh, maybe know their programs a bit better aha I didn't really think about that mm. but yeah there were some some of the filming were you sort of we missed out on some things especially like during the pairs sometimes they would do one of the th throws and we'd be like okay i guess she landed it but we didn't really see it yeah. <laughs> that was pretty odd but yeah that is kind of a big part of it and i think the best way that it's when it's filmed right is when we don't even think about how it's filmed but we always do <laughs> because there is always something wrong with it mm. yeah they also sometimes did the uh, above head like from above shot we don't like that because mm. that's usually not how they conceived their program so meh but uh anyway i guess um one of the things that we thought about because um it was in japan obviously there was this energy around it like you say there was an audience even though there was covid um precautions i guess because they had part audience live Ladies, I'm gonna say, because we're mostly ladies in the audience, and part um, paper cut dolls mm. <laughs> things. <laughs> um, so that was a bit odd, but and but it was still good to have that kind of energy. But um, one of the things that we noticed when we were watching the men's, uh, Hanyu had a really good competition, mm. really good short, and he had a a good free. Um, but the audience was a little bit reserved in a way. It was like they don't want to disturb him. Like they, yeah. they care about him so much <laughs> and they want to like go crazy. But at the same time, they want to give him like they clap and they want to be quiet. Yeah. 
it was so interesting to see that. But then after Nathan Chen came out, we talked about him our last episode, mm. and he came out and knocked it out of the park, obviously. Incredible. Uh, and during his program, we had this experience watching it when we were a bit like, oh no, the audience is like giving him the cold shoulder. Yeah. It really felt that way for a long time in his free program. We got a bit upset. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. It, it, his perfect jumps and it was totally quiet in the ice stadium. Yeah. And he's so amazing. Like, I know you love Han Yu. We do too. Yeah. We've talked about it many times. But still, it's not Nathan's fault. That no. What is he supposed to do? Mm. And we were sort of like, oh no, they're up because they were barely clapping. Mm. And, and obviously after that kind of... There's this charge in the live audience, especially in Japan, obviously, mm. when uh, Yuzuru Hanyu skates. And afterwards, it was like they were sort of, I don't know, drained or something. Because And then, of course, Nathan, and they didn't, you know, obviously, they would have preferred Yuzuru to win. Mm. And we were watching it, and it was kind of this dread. Like, they were giving him nothing, is what we thought, mm. for a long time. But then, what happened? What happened? Well, they started to cheer, and they were holding up these American flags all over. Hundreds the of seats. them. It was so beautiful. I'm like crying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it says so much about the audience. Wow. I mean, the Japanese audience—they're incredible. Yes. And it was just such a—I just felt like such a full heart after that because mm. it was incredible. But also, uh, we watched this uh, interview with um, Brian Orser. Oh yeah. Who is Yusuf Rohani's coach, obviously, as you all know, if you're listening to this. But um, in this particular interview, um, he had a good phrasing, I think, because he said that sometimes um, Yusuf Rohani is described as being a rock star in mm. Japan because he's such a huge celebrity uh, and they adore him. But he said it's not like he's a rock star; it's more spiritual. Yeah. Because he's like a spiritual. I don't know, being for the Japanese fans and the Japanese people, which is so true, isn't it? It's not, rock star is like, you know, it's sort of, the connotations are, I don't know, consumerism and great energy and like all sorts of things, but it's not, I mean, like that spiritual presence that he has for these people is enormous. Yeah, and the audience was totally worthy uh, fans of Yuzuru Hanyu, I thought it was right in line with his philosophy. He is so yeah. humble and uh, kind. Yeah, and we certainly saw him footage of him walking up to Nathan, giving him a, a elbow bump as they do <laughs> yeah. now, and and Nathan like held his hand over his heart, mm. and Yuzuru did a little clap, and you know they have a lot of those interactions. Um, so in a way that, like you say, it's perfectly in line with the way he acts towards the Nathan of the world, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, uh, the competition he has and everything, and Nathan is a person as well. So yeah, it was incredible. And also, of course, the Japanese audience in this, we, we've seen it before, but this time it was maybe even more noticeable because we knew because of COVID, not only is it in Japan, but there was only a Japanese audience. I mean, it was just, it was something very... It was incredible. And they also had a lot of Canadian flags when the Canadian skaters uh, skated. They had 
uh, French. I mean, they have all the mm. flags. It's incredible. Where do you even buy a flag? Mm. I don't know. But um, but the fact that they show it even for like the competition for their spiritual guide in this world that mm. they still support him that way. Wow. Yeah. Kudos, and I just I can't believe it. It's incredible, and it just captures the spirit of skating in general. Like we are weak. Like we love love so many skaters, and we don't care which country they're from. Mm. And in a way, I mean, it's sort of um, it's a little bit of a parallel to the way that <clears throat> a lot of the audience supported the North Korean skaters when they came oh, yeah. to the Olympics, and that was a real. <laughs> I mean, that's like taking this conversation to the max, isn't it? When North Korea turns up. And in this case, it, it's two pair skaters, and they seem to be like the most lovely people ever. They are mm. so friendly, and they are just so like smiling, and they're happy to be competing. And they train, have trained a little bit in Canada, or they did before the Olympics. And even though during the Olympics, the I mean North Korea, I don't know who decided, but someone sent like a delegation of an audience <laughs> to clap only for them and then leave, which was weird. But even so, they always get support from everyone as well. Mm. And I just, that's like the ultimate example of this, I think, um, next to the uh, example we're talking about. Yeah. So we love that. Um, so we watched the ladies' competition with great interest. And Anna Sherbakova won, of course. Um, I guess fairly. She did really well under pressure. But, sure. um, yeah, it was kind of like a, yeah, she's good, you know, yeah. but it's not much of an experience. My favorite is Kaori Sakamoto. Mm. And um, I just, at least she got a little bit of a, you know, kudos this time. She didn't at Worlds and many other times. She's been very underrated. But one of the things that I thought was interesting was that and we've talked before about how she can do these really soft, beautiful programs as well as these really, I don't know, dynamic programs. And of course, this season she had the perfect example of that in the short versus the long program. But uh, one of the things that was interesting is that she did her Matrix program really good. I don't know if it was the best I've seen her in terms of energy, but she sort of had the the audience going and even the judges gave her a tiny bit of, <laughs> of respect finally. I, I've never liked the uh, Matrix uh, program before but this was incredible. You mean her or other skaters? Or? No, her oh, really? uh, Matrix program. Yeah. I, I don't know what happened. I, th I thought it was perfect. Yeah. Um, Triple flip, triple toe loop. Amazing for this minute. For Sakamoto. 
better than ever. I think he's a, a, a complete skater. Yeah. He's good at everything. Yeah. She doesn't have the, the quads yet. Yeah. But uh, he have, has everything. Yeah, absolutely right. And she had a fire this time. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was the home crowd, whatever. And it was interesting how the judges didn't even flinch when she almost cut their throats off with mm. her <laughs> with her foot, but they were prepared this time, I guess. But one of the things that I liked, it was interesting because I loved it while I was watching it, um, but actually I loved it even more after when Tukta Misheva skated mm. because she came out and after skating after Kaori, she looked so slow. Oh yeah. It was painfully slow, yeah. and like not just slow, but she didn't cover the ice anywhere near what no. Kaori did, and she didn't have the. I mean, she's. I like her, so it's not like I have anything against her, but it was just like like getting through the program, even though she skated almost cleanly, which was really well done and everything, but. Having seen Kaori right before, I sort of realized how amazing she is because um, Kaori flies over the ice yeah. and she really did uh, yesterday. Every second was alive and then all these other programs we watched because we watched all of the ladies and let's face it, the first group was not great. No. <laughs> so many mistakes and they looked so slow and it was like... I don't know, they couldn't fill the programs, so the music was blah in so many programs and everything. And Kaori was the only one who I really felt was crazy alive. And comparing her to some of the others was what really made me realize even more than I have how amazing she is. And I just hope next season, you know, they're finally going to realize, I mean, this season as well as uh, one season before, she had she has been the top Japanese female skater. Mm. If that doesn't give her some, I don't know, respect from the judges in the future, I mean, I don't know what they're doing, <laughs> no. but yeah. And it was, uh, but regardless, I mean, she was second here. It was a breath of fresh air and I loved seeing it. So way to go, Kaori. Yeah. I toast you. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Um, you can find us on Instagram on Figure Skating Podcast and um, we sometimes do uh, the classic skates from the past. Let's see if we can do some of those during the off season. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens.